rips one into the night, deep into right, way out. Moves to the right, it goes directly to Clement. Clement reverses it, and the pass goes into the end zone. To Nick Foles. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Talking 215. Join with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Sean Zebley. Sean! Yo, what is going on, Jake? Happy to be here. It's just us two tonight, man. Yeah. Just us two. You got a whole lot of me and you. Oh, yeah. We're going to be having a little bit of a schedule change up. We're going to have Ben Silver from Philly's SI on next week. Yep. Uh, Just... You know, just a little you know, conflict of schedule, nothing, no problem. No biggie. We're going to have plenty of stuff to talk about next week, Oh, it's week only going to give us more to talk to him about. Yeah. That's it. Well, we got That's plenty we, to talk about this week, too. Exactly. When we end up uh, sweeping the Marlins, sweeping hey. the Mets, hey. it'll give us plenty to talk to him about. Hey. Yeah, when we're, when we're four and a half back of the NL East. Right. I think we're nine and a half right now. When we overtake the Braves for that second wild card spot. For the first. The first. We are the second. Oh, I'm sorry. You're oh, right. yeah. First, yes. and, and that first wild card Second spot. Second division, I'm sorry. Yes, first wild card spot is crucial because you get home field advantage. Boom. For uh, the wild card wild card uh, round. I mean, I'm I'm just pumped to have a potentially a playoff game oh, in yeah. Philly. According to uh like baseball reference, baseball stat like one of the higher touted uh static static statistician websites for baseball. Hmm, that's tough. One. Uh ninety one point nine percent chance of, of postseason baseball. Oh, it's a given it's a given. I mean, we're making it. Oh, yeah. You know, weakest schedule probably yeah. in the majors, you know, for this final third of the season or what have you. Um, no, it's 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 just whether or not we're going to get a series at home or a series away. Look, man, don't go. Don't go knocking out the chance of a first round bye. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. If I they need go, some help for that. <laughs> if they go 39 and 14 the rest of the way. 100 wins. (laughs) I know they've gone 39 and 19 over their last 58, but they can go 39. Just do it again. Yeah, do it again, but with four or five less losses. But better. Yes. Do it again, but in five of those games you lost, you can't. Right. Uh, No, I I think they're on a great path for postseason ball. Um, It seems like there is a a very minor setback with Harper's uh, recovery. They they went from like he was having a he was playing catch as well as taking dry swings mm-hmm. to now they're just like yeah we're just gonna do the swings. What do you need to play catch for? Exactly. He was anybody that had the hope that he was going to return to right field. That no, that's no. a next year thing. Sure, exactly. he needs he needs a surgery most likely or a you know a good long rest, not right. just the not playing 162 games. No, no. So he, will he return to right field next season? Of course. To, to win some MV, extent, MVP for sure. next season, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Shoe win. No, but he, he still will be back this season. We'll be back for the postseason, and the boys are heating uh Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think that a, a, a setback for Harper really is not is barely a blip on the radar. Everybody else is just so hot right now. Oh, yeah. 
this whole team is just putting putting stringing some games together just as a unit, just yeah. kicking ass. No, when 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 we predicted Nick Castellanos being back, we basically predicted the whole team just going on a tear. I mean, apparently, you know, Castellanos was the catalyst. I mean, he's he's clearly just making this whole thing go. No kidding. Yeah, like I, I mean, said, he's 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 got a better plate approach than Bobby Abreu. Ooh, no, not, not true. You didn't say but, that uh, live. You might no, want to explain no, that. I, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I tweeted that when we were at Sunday's game with uh, with the alumni, and Bobby Bray was one of the members. Not on, obviously, obviously not on the 1980s not World the Series 80 team, squad. but he was one of the the uh, the guys brought back for the festivities. I didn't see him. Uh, he was out on the field. He was in yeah. the white, not the powder blues. They had okay. the white, just random oh, yeah, random yeah, yeah. alumni down the third baseline. Then they had the 1980s. I missed them getting introduced. Yeah, we came in just at the very. We we came in perfect time for the first member of yes. the. Uh, of the 80s, of the team 80s to be squad. Um, but no, I just show because he worked two beautiful walks that game where he yeah. was down in the count early and and especially at a time in the game where we weren't up 13 to one. Sure. And we gave up a six pitch first inning or we yeah, we right. gave the opposition a six pitch first inning uh, and we weren't working counts at all. He very quickly worked two very nice counts and, and got on base. Two very good at bats. Yeah. yeah, both yeah, yeah. both at bats were at least eight pitches. I think one was eight, one was nine, right when we needed it. Didn't get a hit. He was hitless yesterday as well, but worked another walk. Didn't hasn't struck out in a number of games. Um, I still think he's fully back. He's back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, it's a it's a long season. You're gonna have a couple of games, uh, in there without much of a, a production, but it certainly you could tell in his body language in, in months past where he was just totally downtrodden. Oh yeah. And, and how and many times did we jokingly say like, look, that was a low and outside slider. He didn't even flinch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which I mean, is huge. At this point you're, I mean, you're probably not quite as impressed, but um, he's definitely shown some growth, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, over the last couple months, you know, every, every, in every place or aspect that uh, we wanted him to get better. I mean, he sh- He's showing it. Yeah, and and you saw a couple even defensive plays. He's even full throwing sprint. people out at home. Yeah, gunning people out at home. Full sprint ball that very could have easily been a gapper. Yeah. He hustles over yep. there, catches it full sprint, full extension. He's 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 playing well. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to Keith Hernandez, we don't we don't play defense in Philadelphia. No, we're actually But you know what? Awful. We win. We win. 39-19 <laughs> over the last 58. No, we'll we'll touch on him in a bit. He's a real real character. Yeah. yeah, but right now we're talking about the good. I mean, we've got, you know, I was just telling you a bit earlier, we've got five guys over the last two weeks that are batting well into the 300s. Oh, that's you huge. know, you've got Real Muto, which is that seems like the hottest hitter in baseball. Also, right? you know, quickly on Real Muto, you know what, why I said Castellanos was back when he changed his, his song and I said it was a mental thing for him. Yep. Uh, Real Muto also changed his walk up song. Yeah. So that could quite possibly be as that's all it is, man. Anytime anybody goes on a slump, we just got to swap around their walk-up music. Exactly. I mean, that sets the tone. I'm telling you, these are professional, like Real Muto, Castellanos. These are longtime veterans, not longtime veterans, but they've been in the league for a yes. while. They've been stars. Yep. It's a mental thing when they're slumping. You just need that one little thing to get you right back on track. There's just such a small difference in this sport, more so than any other sport, that the, the, the smallest changes make all the difference between an all-pro and and somebody that's getting, you know, designated for assignment. Yeah. And we pick up on those that talking to him. So <laughs> you find them here, folks. <laughs> but no, no kidding. <laughs> JT is, he's been nuts recently. Holy yeah. cow. You got, uh, 
what over the past two weeks? What's he? What's he bad? He was bad? hitting three seventy eight over the last uh, two weeks. Yeah, and over the last uh, twenty eight days, that's four weeks, as some would say. He was even hotter, right? Yeah, he's hitting three ninety three with a four fifty six uh, on base percentage. Yeah, one point two nine OPS. Woo. And even the last two weeks, he's got a one point two nine. He was at a one point two nine two. Yeah, over twenty eight days and a one point two nine over the last two weeks. And uh, if you just look in the last week, he's got a one point four seven. Like average dipped in the on base percentage dip, but he was hitting multiple home runs recently. Every, yeah, getting yeah, doubles yeah. every at bat. I mean, holy cow! The, yeah, he better be here to stay too. I mean, yeah. we're hoping and within we the next couple of weeks. Well, oh, his this this bat, or as him as a player. No, oh, no. I was going to say because he's he's locked in. If I'm, he didn't hear, we signed him. Oh no, no, last year. I'm uh, no hoping that this <laughs> this heat this hot streak stays up over the, these next couple of weeks. Yeah, you got Riamuto. You've got Hoskins is hitting 349 over the last two weeks. We already talked about Castellanos. He's, he's hitting also 349. Hitting yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Bohm. Bomer <laughs> over there. He's hitting 319, which is actually him cooling off a little bit, yeah. I feel like, you know. Um and then we yeah, got 440 for the month of of uh of July. July. Yeah. Um 319 and, is a huge slump. And then we got Derek Hall heating up. Uh, eight, you Long know, ball hall. Yeah, he seems like uh, somebody we should have called up a couple months ago. Yeah, and, you know, um, he's hitting three sixty seven. We witnessed two of his uh, of his dingers on Sunday alone. Yeah, it's Holy a big cow. guy. Oppo, uh huh, just smacking one over the left field fence, and then absolutely obliterating one over the right field in the second deck. Yes, yeah, no, he, second he, decker. He I mean, that that ball was jumping off of his bat. Yeah, he's the real deal. You know, this isn't just, you know, him getting hot as soon as he came up or, you know, started getting some serious playing time. Uh, this guy tough hit. Tough for him, though. If obviously Hoskins wasn't traded. Yeah. And he's very positionally limited. Sure. To just first base. Yep. It's going to be so tough. As soon as Harper comes back, I mean, yeah. you've got some decisions to make on these daily lineups. Now, our, our next week's guest, he, he I shared the article. And because it was funny, I was talking about the day before he, he, uh, he posted the article, not even with him. Yeah. Um. And I just saw it was like, what are you going to do with him? And he was like, look, he's the Phillies next Matt Stairs. He's the next great pinch hitter for this Phillies team. If he sticks around, where is he going to go? We got club control somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I think I trade him. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, but it's certainly he's he's going to be uh, not getting nearly as much playing time as, no, as he would. No, and you a won't lot have the of spot. other ball yeah, clubs. You don't have the spot for. Yeah. Once once everybody's back. Right. But you got the spot for him now and boy is he is he living up. He's making the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been wholly impressed. No, he's uh you know, first first game struggled and then it seemed like right after that you started hitting home runs and what was his first like four hits in the majors, all home runs. Yeah, yeah. I mean the guy just hits dingers. Right. And if it's not a dinger, it's a double. Like right. you, you don't see singles with him, and he's he's batting three something, three fifty six. He's hitting it almost all of them are extra base. Hits. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been very impressed with him. Um, you know, and I just you know, I, I'm very curious to see what the ball club decides to do with him yeah. over the next couple months. Yeah, you're talking about a guy trying to you know keeping their average up with extra base hits. What about kind of the opposite, getting his average up with a uh, small ball Schwarber? 
laying yeah. down a bunt on Sunday. Yeah, catching excellent. the shift. Excellent. Yeah, oh, they yeah. had Getting no idea. his fat ass down the first baseline. <laughs> who, who do you think would win a race, him or the Nationals cleanup hitter, forty-two year old Nelson Cruz? Oh my goodness! Golly, man. we saw his age. I didn't know he was that old. Uh, he looked and he pretty looked weathered. every bit of it. <laughs> oh man, looked like stinking thirty-two year old. Uh, who is the the ex? What they have? Cesar Hernandez. Yes, looked yes. like he was his son. Right, <laughs> he literally did look like a father son combo out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't think he's that slow. But man, sometimes you see him out there running the base path. Like, how did you become a professional? Oh, athlete? we turned that. We turned that one double play on Cruz. We're like, if it was anybody else, <laughs> they'd have been safe by thirty feet. But yeah. he's. He was struggling. Yeah, he was registering for his AARP card down the baseline. <laughs> Holy smokes. Look, he's got eight homers for a 42-year-old. Yeah. yeah Speaks yeah. a lot about the, the Nationals, though. That's their cleanup hitter. You talk about us having just too many hitters yeah. to, to figure out what to do with. They have the exact opposite issue. They got none. Right. No, but uh, Phil's are hot. They got a tough game. They're facing Alcantara as we record. He's yep. uh, perfect through three. Two nothing so, as it stands. Jinxed um, it, jinxed it right there. So we're about to uh, about to light him up. Yeah, but it no, ends I'm, now. They uh, Alcantara right now. Um, oh, perfect game is no more. Gave Boom. up a hit. Like we said, damn we, right. We do this. We are turning the tide. We do this. Schwarber, holy smokes, and he stole a base. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about big man on having yes. wheels, Kyle Schwarber. I need Caught to see the replay of that. Guard. Yeah, yeah. Alcantara, get out of here. Nobody covering that base. Just hustling, <laughs> hustling. He thought that base was a honey bun. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god. Moving, but now look, perfect game and no hitter gone. Now we're just gonna get on the board. Let's go. You get two runs in in. And uh, Syndergaard doesn't do anything else. Well, let's look this bullpen. This, I mean, this is the first bullpen's got to be a top five bullpen in the league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was, I'm hoping to see a bit more out of Syndergaard this start. He's, he should have his feet underneath of him at reasonably, uh, you know. So I still like, I'm still not ready for him to be like, oh, he's if he has a bad game this game, it's just you know, it was a terrible trade. Look, they got no. way too long of a rest. Yep. moving like jet lag moving coasts he, he, obviously you're not just like he's probably staying in the hotel right now yeah he's got a brand new catcher that he's only had a few practices to work with sure like this is his second start already better than his first he gave up like 11 That's hits true. in his first That's five true. innings there's only the only place that you could go is up yeah and i think it's going to take one more like i think this game he's already playing a lot better but i think he, it's going to take one more and then you're going to see another you know, solid starting pitcher in this rotation. Yeah. I mean, listen, but I'm just going to be patient with him. I don't like the prospects of winning this one tonight. I mean, cause we got Alcantara on the mound, you know, Alcantara, Alcantara, Alcantara. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I always pronounce that Alcantara too. Uh, he's, is that a, a material? Is that a, 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 a lining of a jacket? hundred <laughs> percent Alcantara. <laughs> yeah. That's a leather. Uh, <laughs> I believe they have to club those animals right there. Um, no, but I mean, I, I certainly expected to see a much better start than last go around. Man, it's already. And he's better. playing the Marlins. Yeah, come on. No, exactly. They're 
you know, great. They have some solid pitching on that team, but not a whole lot of hitters. Right. I don't care if he's sleeping on a couch in one of his uh, teammates' houses. He better not give up no 11 hits. No, no, he's almost through the fifth right now. He's got 71 pitches. Yeah. He, he can go six. He might get in six and a third, something like that, which is fine. Sure. Six, six right. and a third or possibly finishing, you know, going all the way into seven innings okay. with two runs. I'll take that every day of the week. Sure. Especially from a guy that's being brought in. I mean, look, he could be starting pitcher three, four or five. Like it, do, like it doesn't matter at that yeah. point. Like you got Ranger pitching great. Gibson going perfect through six the other night. Sure. Like people are heating up. I, I like you said, I think Gibson, you were saying Gibson, uh, pitched like that just because Syndergaard yeah. was, is being viewed as the Bumped starting pitcher three. right in the third pitching spot. Yeah, no, he's, uh, I mean, and we'll see it, you know, especially once Syndergaard gets a couple starts here under his belt, um, that Gibson is, is going to continue to be the better quality starter. I think that's what we'll see. Yeah. Which is fine. Right. I was, I mean, I was more concerned with, you know, who's going to be better between him and Ranger Suarez. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the more interesting uh, comparison. Ranger is phenomenal. So he was our 2020, <laughs> All the time. 2021 All talking the time. two and yeah, five no. player. So but, uh, obviously Syndergaard fifth starter. Yeah. It was just fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like the guy's going to pitch well, give him, give him one more week, give him this game, yeah. which he's not even playing that poorly. And then next week is when we can, when I'm going to really start judging him. Sure. I, I'm going to give him a two game leeway. Yeah. Uh, regardless of what happens, even the rest of this game. Hopefully it's great. If it's not, next week is when I'm going to really start my judgment. I need on to him. see it. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I mean, he might not even be pitching by the time we wrap this up tonight, but, um, you know, I'm, I was, you know, listen, two runs in through five, you're already, it, it's already a quality start or damn close to yep. it. Already through five. Yeah. Uh, through five innings now. He's thrown uh, seventy four pitches, so got out with a with a four pitch at bat in okay. the last guy. Awesome, great, struck him out too. Yeah. Third K of the game. So we're gonna move to uh, not so great appearances. No, our uh, not our boy Charlie Hustle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> controversial enough inviting him to the ballpark. Yeah, they they messed up on that one. But this organization totally fucked up. Yeah, they let him talk. They gave him access to the media. They brought they, him into the press box. They brought him into the press box. And the Phillies have been historically so good at these kind of things. At, yes, you don't think about, or you usually don't second guess these decisions by by this organization. No, I don't know who messed it up. They had a whole flight, a whole team of people beloved by the city that could have been up in there in that press box and called an inning, you know? And they chose the singular, most irresponsible, most like self-absorbed, uh, half-demented oh, player. Oh, T-Mac wanted to crawl under a table. You could tell he was so embarrassed. Yeah. And even like even Pete Rose acknowledges it. He's like, and there's a blooper out to left in the middle of a inappropriate, you know, expletive riddled yes. story. And he's in stinking Rose is like, yeah, you wanted to call that one as soon as you could. And, and Crocker's like, well, yeah, and we don't have a seven-second delay, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, like, that was an embarrassment. I mean, and I'm glad I didn't. We were at the game, so we couldn't listen to it. Yeah, I couldn't listen to the broadcast. And I'm, I would have been, I would have just been throwing my phone at the TV. Get him out of there. Yeah. No, and the, and you talked about it being made available to the media. And Alex Coffey, a great writer yeah. for the Philadelphia Inquirer. 
ask a completely warranted question that he knew he was going to have to answer. Oh yeah. And it was paraphrasing. I don't have it right in front of me. Like it was, Hey, you know, are you worried about your presence here and the negative, uh, you know, thoughts or effects that it may have on women. Right. And his response was something along the lines of, look, it was 50 years ago. Don't like, you don't know what you're talking about, babe. Dropping a babe in. It's too long ago. Yeah, right. Just throwing a just throwing a casual babe in at the end of it. S- says the guy who is here to celebrate something that happened forty two years prior. Yeah, hey, it was fifty years ago. Nobody like you don't know what you're talking about. Now let yeah. me go get celebrated for something that happened forty two years right. ago. And then his his uh, reaction to that I thought was terribly fitting when he came back and said, uh, "You know what do you want? When you want me to sign a thousand baseballs? Yeah, right." Talk about that's, that's not it. Talk about have, wanting to, or rather, would go above and beyond the extra mile just in order to make sure he doesn't own up to his own actions. Yeah, and 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 she was approached by one of his one of his people, like, hey, you know, he feels really bad. He'd really like to have an opportunity to talk to you and all again. And she was like, obviously, nobody told him that because he had no idea why he was talking to me again. Right. Like, so they, they even set it up on a T for him to be like, Hey, I'm sorry. Like that was very, you know, inappropriate of me. I mean, you talk about it, like I mentioned, it just goes back to, he knew he was going to be asked that question. There's no way he doesn't have, you know, the self-awareness or he's completely demented and he does not have the self-awareness in any event. Which I don't even think is the case. I I don't. It's been so many years of this behavior that it's not like it's anything new. And she asked him, like, like I said, I, I have the question here. She asked him. Would he? What would he say to people who say his presence here sends a negative message to women? His response: No, I'm not here to talk about that. Sorry about that. It was 55 years ago, babe. Yeah, I mean, great, an absolute just lack of of great. any and all, you know, uh, awareness or really care. Yeah. So and, and we were at the game. Like it was. You get that guy. Well, you know what he. Did. He already admitted to it. He yeah. statutory raped a woman, a, a child. A child. And to get that ovation he got. Embarrassing. It really was. That was just bad for the We were just city. sitting there. Like, I was sitting there with my legs crossed, like, looking like I just had a sour candy, just sitting yeah. there with a sour look on my face. Like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, come on. And you saw some people, like John Clark, guy we very highly respect, was like, oh, Pete Rose, uh, Mixed myriad of cheers and boos with cheers outweighing the boos. I didn't hear any boos. Listen, we were, look, guys, we were in section 315. We did not hear a single boo. We saw a standing ovation and raucous cheering yeah. for a rapist. Yeah. It, it was a truth, totally truly self centered, very good ball player, excellent ball player, but an absolute, uh, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, with without any sort of recourse whatsoever. No, I, he could he could be the greatest ball player of all time. That doesn't change the fact that he is. You are standing up and cheering for this guy. Yeah, you can appreciate his and, his ability as a ball player without standing up and screaming while clapping. Especially when his excuse, when it, the allegations came out, was, oh. "Oh well, I thought she was 16. 16 is way too young. Yeah, bucko. He was thirty two. Yeah. At the time, well, I thought she was half my age, not right. not just under half my I, age. I am thirty two right now. Sixteen year olds look like ten year olds. Yeah, and this is <laughs> this is years this ago, a, right? Where I, you feel like you look back in like my parents' yearbooks, and when they're sixteen, I was like, "You look like a ten year old now." Yeah. Like, exactly. Golly. No, there's no excuse. 
No, no it's, excuse. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then, look, obviously, you know, it's it's tough to to judge his uh, his celebration in comparison to Schmitty because he got COVID that morning, that morning. and couldn't go. Right. But, but like, I'm I'm hoping that Schmitty would have had a better ovation. Uh, yeah. And he yeah, still yeah. got a very large one, even with him not being there. So I would have to assume if he was there, it would have been larger. But I don't know, exactly, Schmitty. Yeah, we see him around. Like he's been involved in the ball pl- ball club. Yeah, you know, he announced so, Bryce Harper as MVP. Right. Know, so I think I, I, you know, I hate to to say it, but I think Rose would have gotten the larger of the two, no matter what. I'm just, and that's just trying to think optimistic. Yeah, it to really say, is. It you know, really now it was pathetic, and and he went on even further with another reporter asked him a question where he didn't even say like like he told her it was 55 years ago, babe. He he went on, he was like, I'm not talking about that. You weren't even born 55 years ago. We, you can't even talk about anything that you weren't alive when it happened. You know nothing about it. Uh, that's just like, stupid. Like, like it, That just goes to, I mean, to, to Pete's intelligence level. Like, yes, I can be very. You ignore history. Things. You're bound to repeat it. Like that, everything. Like, and that, yeah. You just, you just get off scot-free because yeah. it happened before I was born. No, that's fine. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You want to talk about before you're born and no Cowboys fan can talk about anything that is anywhere near our age because they haven't won anything. Like I, I have no comments on the atomic bomb because it happened before I was born. Yeah. Not allowed an opinion on that, actually. No, it's it's pathetic. It was embarrassing. And I thought they handled it very poorly. And I'm pretty sure they had to get permission from MLB. Yeah, to, to have him there, and and so somebody's somebody's getting the axe on the Sunday replay. They completely tossed or deleted out good every ounce of his commentary. Good, yes. Now it's it, it, he embarrassed the MLB, he embarrassed the Phillies, he embarrassed yeah. himself, and he I'm sure he lost a lot of fans. I I don't think he lost an ounce of sleep though. No, not at all. No, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Sign sign a thousand baseballs for you. Yeah. So um, we know better to, than to not do that ever again. Yeah. You know, um, whether or From not. From what was and what seemed to be a great alumni weekend. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're always nice. Oh, yeah. You know. Good to get the guys back in the ball. Yeah. They seem like a, a, a good fraternity, you know, that always seems looks to enjoy. really, really old. Can I also just <laughs> tell you how good Larry Boa looks next yeah. to everybody? Oh, next to everybody else, the everybody boy was jogging is, out yeah, there. Yeah, he was high stepping. Yeah, that was, he was. That was the highlight of the entire thing. Uh, you know, the couple, entire ceremony. Couple two handed high fives. Yeah, yeah, man. My my man Larry is thriving. Yeah, vigor. Yeah, next to <laughs> you know, hear him with Frank Hurd on these big T uh, testosterone commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember the name of it. Yeah, he's, he's no, that's uh, not the one with Frank Thomas. Right, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know, but I don't think he needs a whole lot of little blue pills. <laughs> Just the way he was running around, you know. I don't. No. Think, I don't think he needs any uh, testafin or whatever the product was. Get your free sample. 180x. There's no free bottles at the Boa household. <laughs> no. No, he uh he he's doing well and he's looking great. Yeah. I'll tell you. No, it was it was cool to see. But no, I mean, goes back, right back to with that game. We are undefeated when attending games together and every game we've gone to has yeah. been a great game in one way or another. Yeah, to and to some extent. So, we're just going to have to make sure we go to more of these ball games. No, exactly. 
Exactly. We got some more tickets that we can give away uh, for some some games coming up soon. Obviously, the last two games of the uh, of the season being the same time and same day as an Eagles game. Not going to those, right? So if uh, for some reason we have a listener that uh, hey that doesn't want to watch the soon. Eagles game and want to yeah. go to the Phillies game, like, I'm sure somebody won't pass up a day at the ballpark. No, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, like we said, e- very easy schedule coming up yeah. out after this uh, this little week of some very tough pitchers with Alcantara currently as we are recording now, Scherzer, Degrom. Yep. Uh, I mean, we got what seven games coming up against the Mets. Mm-hmm. You know, seven games got, over next uh, ten. We got three over in New series. York and then four at home. So. I mean, we, we got to play these guys. We got to beat these guys. Have to, because I, I heard somebody talk on the radio, and it was a good point. Like, look, we it's great to win against teams that stink, and it's what you're supposed to do. And yeah. I was, it, you, How many times have you seen a Phillies team not do that with a Nationals team that right. is the worst in the majors? How many times have you not seen this team We're sweep? We're nice beating up the Marlins. No, exactly. And, and right now we may be getting beat up a little bit. It's one game. Yeah, it's with the best pitcher in baseball currently. Right. Um, but... They did exactly what they were supposed to do. Four game sweep against the worst team in baseball, very decidingly. Yep. With uh thirty six runs scored to twelve allowed. Okay. Well I mean, I mean we we need to play competitive and very good baseball against these contenders as well. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Like it's yeah. great, that's what you're supposed to do and everything, but you need to beat the teams that you're going to be facing possibly in the postseason. Right. We have to go over these six seven games and we've got to win four. Oh yeah, you know we've got to take four out of seven. No, it's and and I think that's a good the the kind of number that you're seeing people put out there. They're not being unrealistic and saying, "Oh, we got to take six of them." We don't like need if to you take can six if of you them. can we take the, a one game majority over them. Yeah, that's great. Just and then win we, the series. I mean, it's two series technically, but we need to win this. You know, these next couple games, um, and then we can continue to beat up on these bad teams that we're playing because we have an incredibly blessed schedule. Oh yeah, you know, little little bone to pick though with uh with the Phillies organization outside of them letting Pete Rose uh, in. So this is a lot smaller than that. Talk and that me. bone to pick, though. But their uh, fan appreciation game is a uh, same day, same time as an Eagles game. Get out of here! Yeah, yeah. So they're really only appreciating the diehards. Yeah, that are not into the Eagles. Yeah, not not great. Yeah, that's going to be a hard pass for me. That, yeah, that and I was looking me, forward to that game. That yeah, they me, do a ton of giveaways, sure. like fun prizes, yeah. like. I was looking forward to it. They no chance I'm going. They didn't want to give that many things away. That's this my year. exact thought. Yep. My exact thought was like, oh, you son you of a bitch. You had 160. Well, you had 81 home games to, mm-hmm. to pick from. Obviously, you take one towards the end. Yeah. That's but, fine. Yeah. But uh, that, yeah, I thought that was a little messed up. September 25th mm. against the Braves. <laughs> and who's also playing September 25th, same time? The Eagles. <laughs> so uh, somebody's going to get some great tickets from me. Somebody's going to get appreciated, but you know, if you win them, you got to give me the prize. <laughs> <laughs> just no, just one of the prizes, guys. Yeah, just one of them. You get a the, sweet the best bucket one. hat, right? You get a little mini bat. Yeah, bring it my way. Yeah, send the mini bat. I'm a, I'm a big mini bat guy. Yeah, yeah. you're a big mini bat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the fondest memories of going to the games when I was a kid. Gotta love a good mini bat. Brought home mini. I know you're a big ice cream helmet guy. A huge. Yeah. Huge, not just a big ice cream helmet. I'm a huge, huge. every game gotta have helmet, vanilla Can ice confirm. cream, sprinkles, 
rainbow sprinkles. Thank you. And if they're chocolate, are they still called sprinkles? No, they're Jimmy's. Jimmy's. Now, man, we are on. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same wave. All the Jimmys I know are chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, let's see how uh, how well our wavelength is still connected. Like we touched on earlier, uh, Keith Hernandez mm-hmm. making an absolute clown of himself, going on air saying <sighs> that he hates calling Phillies games because uh, the Phillies they just never they never live up to it. You know they 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 don't value defense. They what an absolute joke! I'm surprised you would come out and say that in public. Yeah, like, are you not paid to do a job? It's literally your job. Yeah, like you know, you can't just take teams off. And I'm sorry, I didn't realize the Mets were the mecca of baseball for the last 30 years. They haven't won since 1986. Uh, New York is the mecca of being self-absorbed. Yeah, tell me the next the last Knicks World World right. Championship. Tell me the last Mets World Championship. Uh, it's the Rangers, like right. you're not. No, I, I mean, but and not only are you bold, but you are bold and wrong. I yeah, mean, this team have, has played top five defense in the league. Yeah, we have the second lowest errors. Yeah, and and sure, do we have Noodle Arm Schwerber out there? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. We got one of the the worst defensive outfields but we improved that brandon marsh yeah. one of if not the best defensive Immediate center fielder upgrade yes oh yeah bryson stott we already touched on him last week noting that in every opportunity he's had to make a defensive play has zero errors on the year yeah alec bohm aside it seems like it's more of a a rarity occurrence of a bad game and Boehm's it seems like they beat stud lately yeah and it seems like it's more of it piles up if he has a bad defensive day it is yeah. the entire day sure uh, it doesn't seem to be like a, a lone play player so here or yeah. there, but he seems it to seems to be a rarity. That off, yeah. Yeah, it seems to be a rarity. He has a bad game, then he has ten very solid he, ones. He caught his lumps at the beginning, as he should have, and he got them all out of the way. Yeah, Hoskins. He's. It seems to be very, very rare yeah. now. Where he was a very below average defensive first baseman, he's at minimum average. I don't worry about Hoskins one bit. No, and it's it's crazy to think. Just thinking back, when's the last time I felt he was a defensive liability? Because that was something earlier in the season and in years past where that was constantly on your mind. Yeah. You Dropping know? foul balls. Yeah. You know, just not being able to dig one out. That's not a perfect throw. Right. Foot coming off the bag. But no, it's he's at minimum an average first base defenseman. Yeah, you kind of you forget about, you know, worrying. JT is maybe he's he's already with this past month back in best catcher in baseball status. You can throw that you can throw that name around. Okay. I'm not saying like he like but he's earned the Phillies to put that as the caption again sure. is what Without, I'm saying. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it. No, but they, they can post that again without fans being like vitriol. Really? He's batting 220 over his last, right. like, right. Yeah. He might not be vaccinated, but he's back. Into, <laughs> <laughs> might just be a little bit of money. The but strongest n- antibodies of any catcher in baseball. <laughs> 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 no, but they're playing, they're playing very solid defensively. And yeah. so I just think he made an absolute climb. I think he just doesn't even watch Phillies baseball. No, no, that's all. Yeah, that's all it is. I mean, I listen, and he's I trying only... to add a little smoke, like add a little gas to the fire at trying to build up the rivalry, which is right. great. Yeah, I'm not mad at him for it. I just think it gave off the fact that you have obviously not watched Phillies baseball. You know, it, I thought it was a stupid thing to say, but at the same token, 
I can't say I totally blame the guy because we have totally shit the bed over the last couple of years defensively. Yeah. I mean, there's only but so many years we've been terribly competitive. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, is he wrong that we have that we're not been great historically over the past 10 seasons? Not at all. But over the last two months. Yes, he's very wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and, and, the, and the one pro. announcer he was talking to was like, "Well, they've been pretty hot recently. Maybe right. they can play their way back into your good graces, where right. you're willing to call them again." He's like, "I don't know. We'll see." I mean, even the other the guy talking, I don't know exactly who it was, but you could tell he was just like, "Oh, look at this big shot <laughs> <laughs> taking games off. I wish I could just take teams off." Okay, no, exactly, but. But it makes it, like you said, it adds gas to the fire. Yeah. And it makes you just dislike the Mets even more, which brings us right into top five. Top, top five. five hated organizations. One, two, three, four, five. Five, four, three, two, one. Obviously, last week's top five sports nicknames was a very difficult one. Yes. I think this one, we're going to have a lot of similarities. 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are a million good sports na- like nicknames. Yeah. There are five teams I hate more than any other team. <laughs> that's that's not difficult. Yeah, I, I know we both have a few honorable mentions, though, before we get yes. into it. So I'll let you list off a couple honorable mentions before we go into I, number five. I have two that stuck out that just barely missed my list. Uh, first honorable mention, um, and and may very well be on yours are the Celtics. Yeah. I think that one only just missed my list because it has not been much of a rivalry uh, throughout our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I still I can't stand their jerseys. I think they're ugly. I can't stand their fans. They seem to be racist and vapid. Um, And I you know, when I grew up, my my family just had it entrenched in me to like fight Celtics fans. But it just hasn't been that strong over the last decade or so. You know, so I felt like that one just fell off my list. Um, also, outside of some of the major sports, um, anytime there is a track meet that involves Jamaicans racing Team USA, if you've ever been to any sort of national track meet, um, they are some very loud. They travel incredibly well. They're very loud. They're very obnoxious. The Jamaican fans are awful and i want team usa to beat jamaica more than anything else okay those are my honorable mentions. great you don't like a man now listen you go up to pen hey, relays man. once a year and you watch the jamaicans race everybody else they are fast as hell and they yeah. will tell you about it and we <laughs> need to beat them hey i ain't mad at it i ain't mad at usa all the way uh honorable mention for me is any team from los angeles that is Fair. not a sports city. Okay. I just, I don't. Too many pretty people. I don't give a damn about how they look. It's just, it's not a sports city. Nobody there gives a damn about their teams. So I don't give a damn about them. I've, I've never been to LA to confirm that, but. I've I, seen plenty of, like, did you see the World Series, or the World Series, the Super Bowl parade? Yeah. It was embarrassing. That's embarrassing. And, like, You're people right. were trying to put up posts like, oh, no, that wasn't taken at the right. And I'm like, people are giving live streams just two hours before the bus comes down the route. I'm like, you go to any Find real sports town. One shot from the parade down broad street where it doesn't look absolutely packed to the gills full of people going batshit insane. Oh yeah. And don't even that, obviously that is going to be a little bit higher for a Super Bowl for the birds. Yeah. Great. 
like Philadelphia, one of, if not the best sports town in the country. Ask JJ Reddick. He agrees. <laughs> but you go to you go to Detroit for hockey. You go yep. to even New York, which is kind of a fake sports town. It's just more of a, a mecca of people traveling in and it's out. It's just of population it. density. Yeah, just exactly. But you go to a real sports town. These these parades are huge. Even the Patriots and their dynasty, every single one of them, yeah. they had an, a, a mass amount of people. Sure. I can't stand Los Angeles. I can't stand their teams just because they don't. They they should be somewhere else. If yeah. they're same team somewhere else, have no problem with them. I get it. Have no. I don't like the Lakers. I, I never like the Lakers. Yeah. So even if they went somewhere else, yeah. screw the Lakers. Uh, but no, like you you take the Rams, take them back in St. Louis. I thought they were a cool team, right? Thought they were a cool team. They're in yeah. L.A. Screw them. I like it. Yeah. Number five. Number five. Number five for me uh, should be higher, but what their ownership and front office is doing has pretty much taken all the life out of my desire for this team, which Mm. is a team that I truly love and a sport that I truly love. Number five for me is the Penguins. Interesting. I hate the Penguins. I love hockey, but right now I just don't have the heart for it. With what this team has done, it has taken the fun out of one of my favorite sports to watch. Right. Um, and that was a game I always highlighted. Mm-hmm. They face him seven or eight times a season. Awesome rivalry. Hate Sidney Crosby. Hate Evgeny Malkin. Although Evgeny Malkin is one of the few guys, like if he was on my team, I'd like him. I, yeah. I would, I can't stand Sidney Crosby. Sure. I can't stand a lot of the players that, that come through that organization. I think it's run poorly. I think it's, they, they do a lot of cheap stuff. Yeah. Uh, hate the Penguins should be higher. Really should be, but I fully blame another one. Chuck Fletcher and the Comcast Spectacore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you talk about another one that could and should be higher if it was competitive. Yeah, but I just I I have no no real hope for the Flyers right now with their leadership. Right. With anything like Tortorella, that was a fun thing to put their name in. I don't even like Torts that much. I don't think he's going to work with the players that we have. He's a very aggressive coach. Yep. He's a very not players coach. A lot of players really don't like him. We'll talk Flyers later. Anyway, number five, Pittsburgh Penguins. All right. Number five for me, uh, the lone non-divisional opponent I have on my list. Uh, Fans seem to be totally insufferable. The players seem to be totally insufferable. Um, Maybe it's because they're below sea level and they smell like fish. The New Orleans Saints. Mm. A lot of people don't like them. No. I think it's the team. There's the the, the culture for a non-divisional opponent. Why why are you trying to get under my skin so yeah. much just without even trying? No, exactly. I, I don't care for them. I don't care for the organization, their fans. Um, you know, uh, a, a hurricane could ravage their stadium. <laughs> and so long as everybody was okay, I would laugh. I wouldn't laugh if everybody was. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm with you. I don't I don't have any any heart for the Saints. Yeah. I, I don't like him. I I, lo- I thought I loved Drew Brees. I liked sure. him a lot. Yeah, yeah, he was a cool guy. Yeah, it's hard to have like fifty-two personalities that are just <laughs> dreadful. Yeah, but man, they, they, they come seem damn to have close. A, a higher percentage than just about they anybody come, else. They come real damn close. Yeah, real damn close. Uh, so number four, number four, uh, just ties us right back into our conversation previously. It's the Mets. Yeah. You know, um, yep. just, you know, they're blame the, blame the fan base, blame the announcers, just the arrogance of that entire city as a whole, mm-hmm. um, and blame them being pretty damn good. Damn. 
you know. Um, and they got that new ownership, and he is just not afraid to spend yes. whatever it takes to put them back on the yeah. on the scene, and they're doing it. You know, and just to, and to cap it, it off, uh, them being excellent at the time, the first time in what feels like forever where we are really coming along as a team, and they are the big bads of the division, um, you know. Uh, and, you know, we had a uh, little plug, Chase Utley, uh, taking a little radio interviewer and the interviewer said, you know, do you, uh, do you really hate the Mets? And he just looked stone cold right at the guy and said, yep. Yeah. I hate the Mets. You know what, Chase? I do too. Yeah. Thank you. Number four. Number four. Uh, number four for me is also heading out of conference. It's the only out of division for me. And it's, it's very similar to your number five and look prior to the uh, 2017 playoff run, might have said something different, but the Vikings just missed my honorable mention. Yeah. I didn't want to put three. The Vikings. <laughs> I, I I know a few Vikings fans as people find people, but once the game comes on, I'm like, what happened to you? Like you are. I think I. You know, the only thing that stopped me from hating them so much is that we absolutely whooped their yeah. ass. Oh, I love they got out to Pathetic. a quick lead, yes. and they're like, yeah, 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 and then no, right. But you no, desecrate no. the Rocky statue. Yeah. All right. Um, and then and then they have the gall to go onto their sports radio and post articles about how terrible Philadelphia sports fans are. Sure. And then you're here exactly desecrating a statue. Mm-hmm. You're here causing scenes, trying to start a skull chant in our house. Yeah, you're gonna. No matter where you are, you're gonna get shit for that. Right. You think that's just gonna be like? And that's the, that's the biggest overblown thing in national sports media is how terrible Philadelphia fans are. Anywhere, if you go and you're obnoxious in an away stadium, you deserve to get yelled at. Right. I or, mean, you see fist fights happening in every stadium. The Dodgers around. people get killed. Yes. In their stadium. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They literally have a Crips section in the Dodger stadium that. Ushers will not let you go to your seat. If somebody buys it like unknowingly off StubHub or something, uh-huh. they'll be like, you have to go somewhere else. You will die. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean that, I mean, that's a conversation for another day. Oh, yeah. That's totally overblown for clicks because they know it gets Philly fans riled up and it's going to have great engagement. Yeah, of course. It's like a Jim Salisbury question. Yeah. But you know, yeah. <laughs> But what I mean, listen, what did we do to the Vikings two weeks later? Yeah. We won the Super Bowl in their own state. Oh, yeah. So, like, I feel like pity for these people. Oh, of course. You know, yeah. You got Kirk Cousins. <laughs> sure. <laughs> they should have taken the other great quarterback out of Washington and a gunslinger, Colt McCoy. Ooh. Yeah. Better of the two. Uh, number three for me is going to be the Mets. Okay. That's going to be the Mets. Okay. You covered it perfectly. I mean, that's that's about it. Just hate the Mets. Yeah. Players are very arrogant. Fans are extremely arrogant. Yep. Uh, and then hate that they're doing well. They're well. They're close to us in proximity. There's just it's the perfect storm for uh, despising a club. Yeah. Uh, number three uh, goes back into my uh, very most formative years as a baseball fan and just getting the shit kicked out of us. Year after year after year after year by Chipper Jones and the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. You know, the Braves still just uh, a long seated 
uh, despise for this ball club. Not the, quite the same obnoxious fan base. Um, I just I think the the uniforms even look stupid. Yeah, they're they're just out of my honorable mentions, yeah. and I really should like they're in there. I just didn't sure didn't name them because the L.A. rant was was good. <laughs> no, I appreciated that. That was a good, that was a good rant. Um, but number three, just, and, and it, you know, another point to maybe my family was just a little more aggressive with the fandom, but, uh, you are not to be friends with Braves fans. Yeah. So they are my number three. Great. I feel as though we're going to match two and one, but go ahead. I'm surprised we haven't had any matches up until this point. No, I mean, the Mets are off one. We'll take that. Mm-hmm. Um, number two. Uh, we talk again. We're we're heading right back up ninety five. Uh, short little stint, maybe a little two and a half hour drive mm-hmm. to the Meadowlands. Yeah, give me the train. <laughs> um, it's it's the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Has to be. It has. To I, be. I'm just gonna say number two as well. Just an absolute combination of arrogant fan base uh, players, even more so than the Nets. I've or excuse me, the Mets over the years. Oh my gosh. And, and that's another team. Like, look at the NL, or NL. <laughs> look at the NFC East champions yeah. over the past ten seasons. What's the nut one team that hasn't done it? The Giants. It's the Giants. No teams repeated. They haven't won it once. And yet, still, their fans have the gall, gall to just—I mean—to just exist. Really, I don't. Yeah. They're 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 very middling. They're very middling. Yes. Yes. Not to be confused with meddling. No, they're very middling. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, and not to mention, I got to fight you guys when it's cold out during the winter. Like I have to, I have to deal with your just being so below average and I have to genuinely like argue and fight in like the 32 degree Mm -hmm. weather. I'm already cold. My knuckles are dry and ashy from this weather. Yeah. I don't want to fight you. No, your blood, look, but I have to, the warmth of it. That's great. But with this, you know, then went in two Super Bowls as well. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Well, we won the more recent. Fueled the fire for a decade. Yeah, and their Super Bowls were terrible. Jake, what's your number one? Number one has got to be heading over to the cockroach capital fan base of the world. Yes. That's Dallas. Yes. You come across just these absolute America's insects. team. Yeah. They gave themselves the nickname. They were the only ones on TV every week. <laughs> yeah. In like the sixties. No, and look, I ask the same question every time because look, I'll hate the Cowboys, but I'm not going to knock somebody for liking their hometown team. No, I get that totally. Yeah. So I ask every Cowboys fan I I come across. Oh, when'd you move here? What are you talking about? Like from Dallas, from Texas, right? I didn't move here from Texas. Oh, when when'd your dad move here? He never lived in Texas. So no, what, what connection do you have to Texas? None. Well, then shut up. They were just winners. No, they were cool. They, no, they, I'm talking people like our age. They haven't won any time recently. It's because of their parents. But they still decided that even after the team started sucking in 97, they were just going to continue to be a fan base that's a, for a team that's 1,500 miles yeah, away. Yeah, you talk about pitying people. I pity them. Like, it's that. I, I, I mean, I've. They deserve everything you, they get. You you became a, a fan because of the prestige behind the, the oh, club, and they have that been, fancy star. Yes, they have been an absolute bottom barrel, bottom of the barrel. Just, yeah, you know, uh, organization from the top down. No, you talk about not being able to talk about anything you weren't alive for. 
about <laughs> any playoff win for the Cowboys outside I, of one, I mean, that's one making of my, it to an NFC championship. That's one of my first memories watching football was was the Cowboys winning the damn you know, Super Bowl. But most people yeah, haven't had that sense. But anybody younger than me has never, I mean, unless you started getting into football genuinely at four years old, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which you didn't. <laughs> have have they've just been losers yeah. just arrogant losers for some reason i cannot comprehend i don't know why they are as large as they are and fan know. base wise i don't know i, don't I mean get it. the thank goodness for the salary cap and they have and also a bone to pick with with the whole organization that stadium the way they have it constructed to where if it's a midday game and that sun shines right through those windows, right mm-hmm. onto the field. Why not just turn the stadium 90 degrees? The sun isn't changing. You know when you're building it. You know exactly Man, where it's going to be. this is going to be really, really difficult for any team heading in this direction. Yeah. With the giant jumbotron that, like, punts hit occasionally. Yeah. Come on. It was so poorly constructed. You have a field that can be retracted. The field, right? The whole field can get pulled out or something like that. Like, turn the damn thing 90 degrees when you realize, you know what? This is going to be really a big problem. Come on. It's Jerry's world. We're just living in it. Oh, it's awful. Their whole fan base, that whole organization from ownership. Yep. Down all to the down to the all the way boys, down. All the, the way ticket down. takers. Yeah, hundred dollars to park scumbags. There. Yeah, hundred dollars. Is it hundred dollars? Hundred dollars. Ew. To park at AT and T Stadium, which is like an what an hour out of Dallas or something AT&T like that. AT and T isn't even a good service. Provider. No, ter- very spotty. Yeah, very spotty coverage. I'll never go to AT and T. No, can't. Nope. Couldn't do it. Yeah, screw screw Dallas. Screw Dallas. Beat Dallas. Beat Dallas. Yeah. Where do you fall on the Nick Sirianni wearing that shirt? Uh, we we have no problem with him wearing the fun shirts. That was the, one of the only ones where I was like, wear, wear a very handsome Jalen Hurts shirt. <laughs> we don't need. We don't need. We don't need them to fire off. Exactly. And say, oh, you guys can't keep our names out of your mouth. That's mouths. the only reason. Yes. Just because it's whiteboard material. Right. Right. Um, we've got too many very handsome team team <laughs> players on this team, okay? Use their faces, their their namesakes, right? There's so many to pick from. Exactly. Exactly. So that ends up top five. One, two, three, four, five. Five, four, three, two, one. So, yeah, top five's wrapped up. Phil's are playing as we speak, still down 2 nothing. hoping they can come back in this game. Looks like uh, Syndergaard did finish, go through six, yeah. uh, 94 pitches. So maybe comes out for the seventh, we'll see. Um, obviously, any, by the time you're listening to this, the outcome will already be out. Sure. So congratulations to the Phillies for winning. Hey, I mean, at least, listen, big ups to Syndergaard for the, the quality start. Oh, yeah. You know, um, we're, we're going to continue to stay hot, whether we lose a game here and there or not. Um, so, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see uh, what we're talking about this time next week. Phil's run on the board. Let's go. Two to one, baby. Let's go. Two to one. Uh, trying to find how it happened, but two to one. Kyle Schwarber doubles to deep left center. Bryson Stott. Home to score. Stotty two to boy. One. 
Stoddy boy. Um, so, Shawnee, final thoughts. Man, we're going to keep this up. We're going to take that first spot in the wild card. I like okay? that. Okay. It's, you're going to feel better about it, better about it as these weeks go on. We're going to finish strong, um, you know, and I cannot wait to see what we're talking about next week, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, for me, we got June Schwarber, July Boom, August Hoskins. Woo. Let me get some September Harper, baby. Oh, man. Let's go. 